Chapter Ten of Catherine Booth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Catherine Booth by Mildred Duff. Chapter Ten: The Warrior. Fighting is hard work, whatever sort of fighting it is. You cannot fight without wounds of body, heart, or soul. Mrs. Booth. Lastly, said the general in that same beautiful tribute to our army mother that I have already quoted from, she was a warrior. She liked the fight. She was not one who said to others, Go, but here, let me go. And when there was the necessity, she said, I will go. I never knew her flinch until her poor body compelled her to lie on one side. Our army mother was indeed before all things a warrior. She fought bravely and unceasingly her whole life through. In thought and purpose she was independent and dared to stand out for what she felt right. Cowardice, in her opinion, was one of the commonest and most subtle sins of the day, and she had no patience with those who dared not say no and feared to stand alone. She thought for herself and though always eager to hear and learn as much as possible from others yet she was not carried away by their opinions but carefully weighed and considered their arguments and then formed her own judgments mrs booth strove earnestly for doctrine let us take care she said in the army's early days what gospel we preach let us mind our doctrine and again we must stick to the form of sound words for there is more in it than appears on the surface glory be to the father to the son and the holy ghost was the theology of our forefathers and i am suspicious of all attempts to amend it let us beware of wrong doctrine come through whomsoever it may holy men make sad mistakes well but some say is not a person who holds wrong views with a right heart better than a person with right views and a wrong heart yes so far as his personal state before god is concerned but not in his influence on man my charity must extend to those likely to be deceived or ruined by his doctrines as well as to him mrs booth's whole life was a continual fight against sin sin of all kinds whether her meeting was held for the very lowest and roughest or whether rows of clergy and lawyers and lords and ladies sat to listen it made no difference to her she attacked sin and went straight at the very heart sins of the people in front of her we need great grace she says in the midst of her wonderful west end campaign where even princes and princesses came to hear her i think the lord never enabled me to be more plain and faithful as a lady in high circles said to me we never heard this sort of gospel before. No, poor things, they are sadly deceived. Drink, too, was another evil which Mrs. Booth fought against during the whole of her life. She began, as you remember, when a girl by being secretary of the band of love of those days. In the early days of their engagement, the general was strongly advised to take a little wine for the sake of his health. Our army mother wrote him a long letter showing him how false and foolish such advice was and ending with i have had it recommended to me scores of times but i am fully and forever settled on the physical side of the question 
footnote this means taking it for the sake of health close footnote it is a subject on which i am most anxious you should be thorough i have far more hope for your health because you abstain than i should if you took wine flee the detestable thing as you would a serpent be a teetotaler in principle and practice though as we have seen full of boundless faith and pity for the drunkard mrs booth attacked the makers and sellers of drink unmercifully she says on one occasion by your peace of conscience on a dying bed by the eternal destinies of your children by your care for never dying souls by the love you owe your saviour i beseech you banish the drink tell me no more of charity towards brewers distillers and publicans your false charity to these has already consigned millions to an untimely hell arise christians arise and fight this foe you and you alone are able for your god will fight for you another thing for which our army mother fought and which today we owe in great measure to her efforts is the position to which women have been lifted as speakers and teachers in god's work she first as we have seen opened the way herself and then she left it open encouraging and helping tens of thousands of simple holy women all around the world to follow in her steps she had a tough battle to wage all classes wrote and spoke against women being allowed to stand and speak for god in the open air or in public halls but strong in faith and courage convinced that she had divine authority for what she did our army mother fought on arguing writing preaching on the matter now today there is scarcely a land where the army bonnet is not known and loved nor where army women cannot gain a crowd of respectable listeners now i'm going to show you some of the hindrances in spite of which our army mother fought on the first of these hindrances was the burden which god allowed mrs booth to carry all through her life a weak and suffering body she said when her life was drawing to its close that suffering seemed to have been her special lot and that she could scarcely remember a day in her life when she had not been wholly free from pain i don't care about my body she exclaimed when lying in her last illness it has been a poor old troublesome affair i shall be glad for it to be sealed up it is time it was oh i have dragged it wearily about most women suffering as she did with a weak spine heart disease and overstrained nerves would have lived the life of an invalid but the warrior spirit within forced her body along scores of times she has gone from her bed to the meeting and then exhausted and fainting with the effort she had to be almost carried home but she had done her work and sent the arrow of conviction into hundreds of hearts writing after one special strain of work and anxiety she says the excitement made me feel worse than i have been for two years my heart was really alarming and for two days i could hardly bear any clothes to touch me this has disheartened me again as to my condition but god reigns and he will keep me alive as long as he needs me another of her hindrances and one which was almost more difficult to overcome than weakness of body was depression i wonder if you know what that is if so it will help you to realize that mrs booth had to fight it also the devil seemed allowed to try and test her faith to the utmost 
and at times to blot out all peace and glory from her soul during one such time of darkness she writes i know i ought not of all saints or sinners either to be depressed i know it dishonors my lord grieves his spirit and injures me greatly and i would fain hide from everybody to prevent their seeing it but i cannot help it i have struggled hard more than anyone knows for a long time against it sometimes i have literally held myself head and heart and hand and waited for the floods to pass over me but our army mother did not give up working for god and sit down in despair because she was thus tried one day just before leaving for a great west end meeting in which god made her words as a sharp two-edged sword she wrote this to one of her children i have been very much depressed since you left more so than usual it is of no use reasoning with myself when these fits of despondency are on me i must hold on and fight my passage through and when i get to heaven the light and joy will be all the greater if i dared give up working i should do so a hundred times over but i dare not another inconstant hindrance which our army mother had to fight had to fight for the greater part of her life was poverty it was so difficult many times to make two ends meet she had during many years of her life no regular money coming in on which to depend and during that time it was a constant struggle to have her children properly cared for and give them the needed education but most of all did our army mother show herself a warrior in her own salvation campaigns in those early days there were no praying soldiers and sergeants to be had to deal with the penitents no one either to lead her singing scarcely even to keep the door or take up the collection she would arrive in a town absolutely alone a hall had been taken in which she was to speak and she would hire a tiny lodging or stay in whatever home would receive her and set to work we can scarcely understand the loneliness of her position here was a proof of her mighty faith in god she began these solitary campaigns when her sixth child was but a few weeks old and god most wonderfully owned her labors at one point she saw one hundred grown-up people and two hundred children come to her penitent form in six days but it was a fearful battle i have a comfortable little cot to stay in she writes to her mother from one such battlefield very small and humble but it is clean and quiet and when i feel nervous no one knows the value of quietness i have felt it hard work lately many a time have i longed to be where the weary are at rest at margate some years later she commenced her meetings without knowing a single person in the place for some weeks she had not even a helper in the prayer meetings nor one who would give out a song for her mrs booth could not sing herself and there was often an awkward pause before any one would be willing to pitch her tune if only she said when the army was fairly on its feet i had been able to command a dozen reliable people such as i could have anywhere now i think i could have done almost anything even more wonderful was her experience at brighton the dome a great building holding three thousand people had been taken for her meetings i can never forget my feelings says the soldier saint as i stood upon the platform and looked upon the people realizing that among them all there was no one to help me when i commenced the prayer meeting 
for which i should think quite nine hundred remain satan said to me as i came down from the platform according to my custom you will never ask such people as these to come and kneel down here you will only make a fool of yourself if you do i felt stunned for a moment but i answered yes i shall i shall not make it easier for them than for the others if they do not realize their sins enough to be willing to come down and kneel here they will not be of much use to the kingdom the lord set a seal upon mrs booth's faith and courage for the first to volunteer were two old gentlemen both over seventy years of age and she had ten or twelve at the mercy seat before the meeting ended writing from portsmouth she tells the same story of loneliness and victory you say how do you get on personally oh i never was so hampered for help in every way in all my life the most able man i have keeps a milliner's shop and the one that opens for me generally is an overseer so their attention is divided and the time limited pray for me i never needed your prayers so much this is a dreadfully wicked place yet during the seventeen weeks of her stay some six hundred names were taken many of them wonderful trophies of god's mercy having lived such a warrior's life you think very likely that the deathbed experience of our army mother would be all peace and glory but no right down into the valley she needed to use the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith for to the last satan was allowed to test and try her but she fought on one of my hardest lessons she said in her last hours has been the difference between faith and realization if i have had to conquer all through life by naked faith i can only expect it to be the same now all our enemies have to be conquered by faith not realization and is it not so with the last enemy death yes if it pleased the lord that i should go down into the dark valley without any realization simply knowing that i am his and he is mine i am quite willing i accept it this is the faith that made our army mother and all the bible saints such conquerors it is the secret of their victory the faith without which it is impossible to please god and for which we all need to pray lord increase our faith end of chapter 10 the warrior